0: You're listening to a short preview of one of Simon's adventures. If you'd like to hear the whole adventure, then head over to simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com. If you decide to buy this episode, or even a whole collection, you'll be helping Simon create lots more adventures in the future. Here comes Simon. G'day, my name is Simon. I'm an Australian green tree frog. I'm also... A fact finding frog Thanks for coming to visit me in my rainforest Now we can go on another adventure together Oh, look out The tree stump has left me another note Full of weird clues about the adventure we're about to go on I tell you what I'll read them out And maybe we can work them out together Okay, clue number one You'll visit the only place on Earth where you can actually visit Earth. Hmm. Number two. If the ground and roof seem to be moving, reach for your boots and hat. Oh. Number three. You will be surrounded by very loud sounds that you can't hear. Oh. The only way to get to the bottom of these clues is to get going on this adventure. Let's take in one really big breath together, and when we breathe out, we'll be off. Okay, deep breath in, hold it, and breathe out, here we go! This is going to be a totally terrific adventure, and you'll know just what I mean quite soon. We're standing on a long dirt track that runs through some scrubland. Can you see those long shadows on the ground? Long shadows tell us it's either late in the afternoon or early in the morning. I'm guessing afternoon because mornings would be a bit cooler. This is so excellent because we've never, ever been to this country before. This state is super famous for saying that everything is bigger here. Oh yeah, I bet that groovy boot scooting music has made it easy for you. Yeah, partner. You've worked it out now, haven't you? Yep, we are definitely in Texas, in America. And how's this for a mind bender? They actually have a town here called Earth. <gasps> Hang on a minute, that's the first clue from the tree stump. The only place on earth where you can visit earth. Oh, what a great start. One clue down, two to go. Now, of course, being ginormous, Texas isn't happy with one state animal. It has three of them. But we're only looking for the one that can fly. It's been around for over 50 million years. So yeah, it's as old as the dinosaur. But much better at surviving because it's still here. It likes to hang about in caves during the day. But I'm not sure where to start looking the tree stump didn't give me a map. We really could use some help from someone who knows their way around here. Oh, check it out! This dirt track stretches so far ahead of us, it looks like it touches the horizon. Can you see all the dust that's being stirred up on it? Someone is headed this way. But not in a car. They're riding a horse at full speed. Holy cannoli and Jiminy Cricket. That is an honest to goodness and fair dinkum cowboy. He looks like something straight out of a Hollywood movie. He's riding a brown horse and wearing a yellow checked shirt with blue jeans and a cowboy hat and boots with spurs on them. Do you know what you call someone who wears cowboy clothes? Ranch dressing (laughs) and why did the cowboy die with his boots on? Or oh, he didn't want to hurt his toe when he kicked the bucket. <laughs> well, what did the cowboy say to his pencil?
1: Draw partner. <laughs> oh, whoa, Bullseye. Whoa. Ooh, sorry about that. We got it might close there. You're only about knee high to a grasshopper. And Bullseye didn't spot you till the last minute. Bullseye?
0: Your horse is called Bullseye?
1: Well, yes sir, he is.
0: I don't suppose your name is Woody?
1: Get out of town, it is. But how did you know that? I knew you was a fact-finding frog, but nobody told me you was a psychic frog.
0: Oh, just a wild guess. Do you have a friend called Buzz?
1: Buzz? Well no, I do not. My best friend is called Bud. He does have a weird last name though. Leap Year. Really? I mean, come on. Whose name is Leap Year? Between you and me, I reckon he made it up. Bud
0: Leap Year. Really? Oh,
1: before I forget, I got a message for you from somebody called M.T. Stump.
0: Thanks Woody. Cool. This is from the magical tree stump. You will find a case of protective supplies outside the cave.
1: Oh yeah, that's why I'm here. To point you two in the right direction. Just mosey on up this track about ten steps and take the first right. You'll see the cave entrance right ahead of you. But do keep an eye out for those whip snakes in the rocks. They start together just before sundown. Come on, Bullseye. Let's ride into the wind.
0: See ya, Woody. Thanks for the heads up. He really reminds me of someone, but I can't quite put my frog finger on it. His name is Woody, his best friend is Bud Lee, Year, and his horse is Bullseye. Hmm, nothing unusual there. I guess it's back to our lives, citizens. Okay. Here we go then, he said turn right up here, ten steps along the track. Oh wow, there's the cave entrance, and there's a big metal case sitting just in front of it. Let's find out what's inside of it. Outstanding, my lunchbox is here too. That tree stump is very thoughtful. Oh, have a look at these goodies inside the big box. There's white overalls, gloves, gumboots, hard hats, safety glasses, respirator masks, and flashlights. Oh, I already know what's inside that cave, and believe you me, we need all of this protection. So, Let's think about putting on the overalls. Oh, they have zips. Nice. Now the gumboots. Oh, they fit perfectly. Let's put the flashlights in our pocket till we need them. And now our gloves. Excellent. And our safety glasses. Oh, don't worry if you already wear glasses. These will fit right over the top of them. And now comes the really cool bit. Can you imagine putting on a respirator mask? It looks like the sort of thing jet pilots wear when they're flying way up in the atmosphere. It fits over your nose and mouth with straps that go behind your head and... It has two big round filters, one on each side of your nose at the front, and they make sure that the air you breathe is clean and healthy. Right, I'm wearing mine now. Can you feel yours on your face? Oh, you have to breathe in a bit deeper with this on. Oh, But that's how you know it's working. I always feel like Darth Vader when I wear one of these. Oh Luke, I know what you're getting for Christmas. I can feel your presence. <laughs> I used to work in a restaurant and they called me Darth Waiter. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Now, just to top it off, literally, We wear these bright yellow hard hats. I like the ones they wear on building sites. Ooh, we are so ready. Okie dokie, let's head in. (coughs) (sighs) Freaky deaky. We've only taken a few steps into this cave and it feels like we're in a sauna. Can you feel how warm and sticky it is in here? Oh, that's because there are so many of these flying mammals in here. They make it much hotter. We can't see them yet, but we can hear them a bit deeper in the cave. OK, OK, I know, you've worked it out, haven't you? The flying mammal we're looking for is a bat. Now, there are basically two types of bats in the world. There are big ones called megabats. I reckon Batman would be a megabat. Although they only eat fruit, so maybe not. There's also smaller ones called microbats. Microbats, that sounds like something Santa's elves would play baseball with. (laughs) Now the microbats in this cave are Mexican free-tailed bats. And most of the bats in the world are microbats and they're insectivores. That means they eat bugs. So, how many bats do you reckon live in here? A thousand? No. More? Ten thousand? No, more. A hundred thousand? Nah, not even close. There are at least two million bats plus their babies. I'm serious. Wow! There are two million bats just in this cave and that's why it's so warm. There's a lot of little bodies and there's no air conditioning. Okay, time to get our flashlights out and turn them on. I suppose I should have checked the batteries before we came in. Do you know, someone stole my flashlight once. I wasn't annoyed. I was delighted. <laughs> I always try to carry a flashlight. It helps me to look on the bright side. (laughs) Oh, do you know what the dead battery said to the policeman? Feel free to charge me. (laughs) And I did fall asleep on my battery charger once. I think it was a power nap. (laughs) Oh, no. gross alert sound. That means I'm going to tell you something unbelievably gross about bats. So now's the time to stick your fingers in your ears if you'd rather not know. Actually there are so many gross things in this cave you might want to leave them in your ears for a while. Hmm the whole floor of this cave is made of bat poo. And we're standing in it. It's called guano. And this guano is about 10 metres deep. It sounds gross all right, but it does make an excellent fertiliser. During the winter, people bring gigantic vacuum cleaners in here to suck up the poo. Put it in bags and sell it. There's no bats in here during the winter because they fly south to Mexico where it's much warmer. Ay, hey, caramba! These bats really know how to live. Okay, now just imagine turning on your flashlight. Oh, nice. The bulb's in. That's the end of the preview. Remember, you can check out the whole adventure at simonsadventurestories.bandcamp.com Thanks for listening.